You're listening to the Mom Inspired Show, episode 270 with Jermaine Foley. Welcome to the Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Hey, you guys, I'm super excited to have Jermaine on the show today. We are going to be talking about two things that we are very passionate about. So Jermaine is a money coach and I am a weight loss coach and we are actually coaching peers. So um, we were in the same class to get certified and uh, we also are friends, but we wanted to do an episode together because we feel like money and eating go hand in hand. So sometimes if you're actually trying to not overeat. Maybe you go to overspending and vice versa. Maybe you do both. And so we thought this would be really great to talk about this, especially as we go into the new year. And if you're feeling a little bit um, down, maybe you spent a little bit more than you were hoping, or maybe you ate a little bit more than you were planning. And now you just feel like, now what? What am I going to do? And maybe you feel really guilty and have shame over it. Well, This is why we wanted to do this episode. We wanted to get you going into the new year, uh, get you on the right track. And so I hope you guys really enjoy this episode. If you have friends that are, um, you know, dealing with this issue, please share this episode with them. I think this would just be um, an uplifting and also positive spin on this subject, because I think a lot of times people are just kind of like, all right, well, you know, in regards to spending money, we got to just eat rice and beans and never do anything fun. And then same with, um, you know, eating, you know, maybe you overate and now the new year starts and you're kind of like, I need to do cleanses and I need to fast. And I just want to say that this is not what this is about. And Jermaine got herself out of a lot of debt. And so she's here to talk about her story. I lost over 50 pounds in 2019 and have maintained that. And so I share my story and both of us can say that we didn't come from a place where we had to white knuckle it or restrict um, to the point that life was awful. And so there is hope. And and this is why we love coaching women on this. Um, so I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. And speaking of just kind of like getting back into your routine, um, I have a worksheet that's called getting back into your routine. And if you would love to grab it, go over to mominspiredshow.com forward slash routine and get a copy of it. And what it does is it just teaches you how to easily get back into your routine, no matter if you have weight to lose or not. Sometimes, we just get off routine by traveling. You know, we have the holidays that we've been working around, stress, family obligations. Uh, So this is what I personally love to use when I'm ready to get back on track and go after my goals. So feel free to go grab that. And I hope you guys really enjoy this episode. Jermaine, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me, Amber. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited to have you here. So I wanted to ask you an icebreaker question. So I like to change these up from time to time. Um, But this is just going to be changed a little bit for you because we're going to be talking um, about money with you. And so my question is, what is one thing that you wish you could tell your younger self in regards to money? Oh, my gosh. That is (laughs) such a good question. So I would say, can can I share two things? Yeah, I love it. Go ahead. Okay. So the first thing is like, don't believe what everybody tells you. Okay. So what do you mean by that? Oh my gosh. So, so many cliches and we learn so many things from society about money, that it's hard, that it doesn't grow on trees, Mm. that you have to work hard for it, that, um, it's not easy to come by easy, come easy, go. 
there's just so many things we learn in society or from society about money yeah, that we absorb from when we're little kids and we just carry that with us. And I would tell my younger self, don't believe any of it. I love it. Yeah. So true. Mm -hmm. I do. I think it's very easy to get stuck in that and just think, okay, well, I'm just, you know, where I am in life is where I'm going to be for the rest of my life in regards to money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the second thing would be, you know, money is a lot easier than you think it is. Uh, Money is a lot easier. What do do you mean by that? Yeah. What does that mean? Well, and we're going to get into this, I'm sure a little later, but I really did think that money was such a difficult thing to figure out. Like I mm. couldn't figure out how to have more of it. I couldn't figure out how to control it. And I thought it was just something that was just kind of outside of my control. So that's what I mean by it's a lot easier than you think it is. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And you know, I think too, like you were saying, it's just kind of like, it's so easy just to kind of just accept it. And I think people get so defeated by that. And I think they just think they're stuck and you know, that they're never going to be able to change their circumstance. So, um, that's one of the reasons why I wanted you to come on and be able to share your story and kind of, uh, talk us through all of this. So how about we get started and you tell us, uh, your name, your full name, where you live and how many kids you have and their ages. Absolutely. So my name is Jermaine Foley, Jermaine with a G, uh, Foley with an F. I always like to say that because sometimes <laughs> it's hard to understand. Um, I have two boys. One is 16 years old and the other one is 14 and they are active and I love them so much. And I'm from Detroit, Michigan. Awesome. Well, I grew up, I, yes. say I grew up in Detroit, Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. So Jermaine, how about you share with us a little bit about your story? So like, how did you get to where you are today? So maybe kind of just give us a little bit of a background of, um, you know, what you've been doing and, and where did it, where did, and how did it get to where we are, you know, uh, present day? Absolutely. So for those who do not know, um, I am a certified life coach, and so is Amber. We yep. met in um, certification. Yeah. We were in the same class, and we just instantly connected, and we've been friends ever since. And um, what brought me to coaching was literally my journey with money. So we'll talk about it, I'm sure, a little later, but I found myself in a ton of debt um, I always made really good money. My husband and I, we, we never had a problem making money, mm. but we just couldn't keep it. It was like nothing we could do that would get us ahead. We always felt stuck and behind the eight ball when it came to money. But then I, over time, just decided that I was going to figure this money thing out. Mm. And once I figured it out, I was like, oh my gosh, this is not as hard as I thought it was. And there are so many people in the world that are suffering with money, like issues either. um, And I really help women and families who make good money. So on paper, it's like they have the money. It's not that they are struggling to make the money, but they're struggling to manage it well. They're struggling to build wealth. They're struggling to keep it. And um, once I figured that out, I was like, I got to tell other people about this. I have to help other people figure this out as well. So that's what drove me to coaching Mm -hmm. because I knew on my journey that it wasn't just about taking a whole bunch of action or um, 
budgeting. It wasn't just about those types of things that we hear that we could just Google on YouTube, right? Yeah. It's so much deeper than that. And it all begins in your mind. It all begins in the way you think about money. And then, um, so I wanted to get those tools under my belt and merge it together mm. with my experience yeah. and really show up powerfully to be able to help my clients change their lives. Yeah. And you know what, one thing that stood out to me, Anna, and so I think sometimes, you know, when I'm talking on the podcast and I'm talking about weight loss and, and, and when I'm coaching clients, sometimes I think it's hard for people to understand what we mean, especially as coaches and the kind of coaching that we do when we say it's a, it's coming from our thoughts. And so I'm curious when you can look back and you were overspending, even though you made a lot of money, you make good money, what, what kind of thoughts do you think you were having that kept getting you into that position? Oh my gosh. One of them was, I work so hard, I deserve. Oh yeah. And just fill in yep. the blank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I work hard, I deserve it. Or I would even tell myself, we make a lot of money so we can afford this. When okay, yeah. Truly, you know, it sounded very positive on the outside, but it it caused the feeling on the inside of almost being irresponsible with money. Mm. Um, and I just would spend it. And then there was other, um, things that I would think like, you know, especially when it was like, when I was in the thick of it and I had a lot of debt, it was just like, you know, I just can't get ahead. The money just never mm-hmm. stays. It was just, yeah. there were just so many things. Yeah. And those thoughts, really created a feeling of like defeat inside of me. And when you Mm -hmm. feel defeated, like think about it, when you feel defeated or discouraged, it's so hard for you, for you to take positive action from that place. Yeah. So that's why your thinking is so, so, so important. Yeah. And you know, I think too, we, we've learned, um, with coaching and all that stuff too, you know, it's not just about making money and then being able to spend it. It's about making money and then also having the money, right? Like yes. <laughs> that's Absolutely. very important, right? Because that also gives you the freedom and the resources and the choices that to make different decisions. And so sometimes I think people are, are automatically thinking, well, when I make money, I'm going to spend on ABC, D and E, right? Instead of thinking, of course, you're going to buy stuff and, and maybe change your lifestyle, but also like, how are you going to save that money and, and, and make it really work for you? And, and that's also exciting. And I think too, that comes from your thoughts because you really have to shift that. That has to become exciting, right? Like, Oh, I have money in the bank. I have money in stocks, wherever you want to keep your money. And yeah, like that has to be as exciting as buying a brand new car. And so you know, I wanted to have you on because I feel like overspending is very similar to overeating. And as you know, I've lost over 50, 50 pounds in 2019. And it was using the tools that we now use to coach our clients that helped me to lose that weight and keep it off. And so I wanted to talk to you about your personal story because I think it's easy to be like, okay, that's really great. You spent money, but like, what are we even talking about? Like, I mean, really, were you in debt? How much debt were you in? And um, I think people have a hard time thinking people who make a lot of money would struggle. Like, I th- mm-hmm. you and I talk about this a lot. And so, because I think you just, I think people just think when you have a lot of money, life is easy. It's kind of like when people who need to lose weight and they're like, 
when I lose weight, I will be happy. <laughs> right. So it's like people just think those are automatic. There were times that I'm like, yes, I just need to lose weight and I will be happy, which we all know that doesn't solve all your problems. And, and we've learned that life is 50-50, meaning you're gonna, things are gonna be good and things are gonna be bad. And, and that's just life. No matter if you're thin, no matter if you have a lot of money in the bank, things happen, people die. You know, it's just hard things happen in life. It doesn't matter if you have gone after all your goals and have attained them. So how about you share with us how you got into debt, what that looked like, and how you got out of debt, and kind of like tell us a little bit where you are today with all of that. Yes. So my husband and I, we found ourselves in over $200,000 worth of debt, and half of that was student loan debts. We had about $100,000 in student loan debts. And we had credit card debts. We had 401k loans. We had car payments. We just had, it was like any debt that was available, we had it. <laughs> you had it. <laughs> You're a collector of debt. <laughs> exactly. And that's kind of like the trap that the, I yeah. think a lot of people in the middle class find themselves mm-hmm. in because it's like the banks look at you on paper and like, oh yeah, you can afford it. You can afford it. And they just give you whatever you ask for. Not, I mean, not to blame the banks at all, because at the end of the day, we are the ones, you know, making the decisions to go into debt. But that is a trap that, and that comes from your thinking like, oh, if I make this amount of money, then I I need to live this kind of life. And I can, you know, put everything on credit and I'll pay for it later. Um, and, and it got to the point where it was just like unmanageable. We used to um, live in overdraft protection mode. And if anyone knows anything about that, is when the bank pretty much covers your overages, but every time they cover something for you, they charge you $35. Mm. And so we would just, I remember one month adding up those overdraft expenses and it was like $500 just gone. Wow. Because, yeah, Yeah. because we were just out of control Mm. and overspending and doing all the things. And it was like an endless cycle because if you start um, the, you know, you get your paycheck, but you're already $500 in the hole. You have to pay back the bank. I mean, can you imagine it's like an endless cycle. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like we were at rock bottom. And, um, my husband was like, he was, I feel like I felt the stress a little bit more than Mm. he did maybe because I was the one, you know, doing the bills and I was was the one who, you know, wanted to have the security and I was just like, enough is enough. So we had to go on this journey of figuring things out. And one of the things we did was we tried to balance, okay, how do we, you know, get our money under control, but still live life and enjoy life? Because that was what was the problem with us. We were like, not very balanced. We were unbalanced. We were just enjoying life, but we weren't really concerned about also building wealth and taking care of our money. Yeah. So we, I wanted to like figure out how to do both because I feel like in society it's like either, or you're either living lavishly and Mm -hmm. like not really caring about your money and going into debt, or you're living this really frugal life where you don't money and you're clipping coupons and you don't do this, you don't go on vacations and you eat rice and beans. So it's just like, okay, how can I marry those two things together where you have money and you have fun? Yeah. And so that is what we decided to go on that journey. And um, I kind of led the way with that and I figured it out. And that led me to where I am today. We are debt-free. 
You know, when I say debt free, I mean like we don't have any car payments. We do have credit cards, but we pay them off. Yeah. All of the 401k, all that stuff is yeah. paid off. Right. And um, we have a multiple six figure net worth. We built our dream home not too long ago and we're building wealth every single month. I always say that like every single month we're doing things to grow our yeah. wealth. Yes. Mm-hmm. So how long did it take you to pay off the 200000 A long time. <laughs> <laughs> so what's a I long time? Say, honestly, I don't know the exact amount okay. of time, but I would say at least six years. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least. Yeah. And um, that, that was why we were like, we're not going to like, like not enjoy our life for six years. Right. Like we need to yeah. figure out a balance here. Yeah. And so yeah. that's what I teach my clients to do. Yeah. I teach them how to take control of their money without giving up their lifestyles. So they can well, still buy their lattes and yeah. they and go on vacations, but yeah. still, you know, take control. Yeah. yeah. Well. well, it made me think about it because, you know, with weight loss, I think about that. It's it's similar mm-hmm. because, you know, the way that I lost weight, it wasn't white knuckling it. It wasn't just like pulling everything out and going crazy and then getting to the end and going, okay, now can I sustain this? And then exactly. realizing, no, I can't. No, I didn't do that. And so that's what I teach my clients all the time is how can you make just little decisions? How can you up-level? What can you do? Because you have to be able to sustain whatever you're doing or it, you're just going to backslide and um, all that hard work will be for nothing. And so, um, you know, I just, I, I think that so many people, the struggle between money and weight like marry each other a lot. So, mm. you know, I, people either have one or the other, or people do struggle with both. And that's why I wanted you to come on uh, so that we could just talk about this because I feel like, I feel like too, when you're in a rush to do something now, there are times that things are urgent and you do kind of have to move at a faster pace, but mm-hmm. if things are not urgent, it's like, if you could just slow down a little bit and not yes. be so panicked, that I feel like is what is going to get you to where you want to be for the long run. So kind of like you took the six years instead of doing beans and rice, I was willing to just take the time to do it. I wasn't like, okay, I'm going to try to lose all of this weight in three months, starve myself, be on a like fasting diet, you know, and I, I've heard this so many times being on vacation. Um, I I've heard people be like, oh my gosh, I've eaten so much. I need to like go on a juice diet or juice cleanse when I get home. And I'm thinking, yeah, no, like that's not what I'm thinking. I'm just thinking, okay, I just need to get back into my routine and just kind of focus. And if I've gained some weight, that's fine. But also to, I teach clients how to prepare your mind and what do you want out of your vacation in regards to eating? And do you want to gain some weight? Do you want to maintain? Do you want to try to lose all of these things, which again, come from our thoughts. And so um, I would like to hear um, some strategies that you have in regards to overspending. So people are going to be hearing this, you know, at the, um, close to the beginning of the year, and maybe they feel like they are just needing a new start. And like I just said, people may be like, oh my gosh, I feel so guilty eating all this food. Mm-hmm. And now I'm up and now I'm starting the new year. You know, my jeans are tight and um, 10 pounds up and they're so frustrated. Um, and at the same time, they could also be feeling like I spent so much money on Christmas. I just like went out of control. And now, you know, I'm afraid to look at this credit card bill 
you know, they don't want to get on the scale. They don't want to, they don't want to <laughs> open their credit card bill. And so I would love for you to share with the listeners some suggestions to help them, um, you know, kind of move past this. Like what should they be doing? Um, what are some thoughts that you would highly recommend, especially knowing what it's like to be in this position? Um, what's your thoughts on this? Absolutely. So one of the things I would really offer to the listeners is this, have your own back and choose not to beat yourself up about decisions you made in the past. Because at the end of the day, they're in the past and there's nothing you can do to change where you are right now. But all your power is in what you decide to think today and how you decide to move forward in the future. So let's say you did gain 10 pounds over the holiday season and you're like, oh, this is not what I wanted. But you could say to yourself, yes, but this is where I am. And what's the next step I can take to get me back to my goal weight? And if you overspent during Christmas, you can take the same approach. You could say, yep, I went a little bit overboard. Yes, I did but this is where I am. I'm going to take ownership for it and I'm going to move forward. What's one thing I can do to start moving forward with my finances? But beating yourself up and judging yourself is probably one of the worst things you can do because again, those are thoughts in your brain that creates a feeling in your body. So if you're beating yourself up, you're going to feel guilty and ashamed and discouraged. And from that place, it's really hard to take action and start moving forward to where you want to go. Yeah. And you said something earlier. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that I kind of want to backtrack. Okay. Sure. You talked about um, people wanting to rush mm, to mm-hmm. get there and yeah. how you took your time mm-hmm. to get to your goal weight and how I took my time to get to um, my my uh, financial goals. And I want to offer this as well, that there is not better than here. The reason yes. why people rush mm-hmm. to get out of debt as fast as possible or to go on this fad diet as soon as possible and lose all the weight it's because they think that once they get there, that they will be happy. But one of the things you and I teach our clients is that you can be happy now, Yep. no matter how much you weigh and no matter how much debt you have, no matter how much money you make or how much money you have, you can choose to feel happiness and joy now. And those positive emotions will fuel you to be able to get to that level, that next level, wherever you want to go. Yeah. For sure. And you know what? Okay. So I want to talk about that because that is one thing. Um, I think back in the day when I was my heaviest and I would always just think to myself, um, I'll figure it out when I get there. Like, okay, I just, I just need to get there fast. Like I just need to get to wherever that was fast. And, um, and then, and then I can think about it. And, and what I didn't realize until this time through, um, is that you want to work on all of that stuff as you go because you want to become the person that you are trying to be when you get to whatever goal weight that is. And so why not enjoy those benefits? I think people kind of panic and I think they think, no, 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 I don't want to think about that until I get there. It will be easier once I I get there. But what I want to say is, the more you can work through that, and that's why I think having a coach and going mm-hmm. through courses or whatever like yours, Jermaine, is that's what's so helpful because you have somebody holding your hand, guiding you, especially Jermaine and I have been in these situations. So we definitely know from personal experience, but like if you can figure out how you want to be, the person you want to show up, your fu- your future version of yourself, if you can work on that as you go, 
like once you get there, you're going to be like, yeah, I'm already that person. And I also happen to now be the weight that I want to be. And I think it's easy, especially when you're dealing with weight. It's when you think about feeling good about yourself, there's something in the back of your mind that you're like, if I say that I look good, like at this weight that I don't want to be, then my subconscious is going to be like, oh, okay, you think you look good? Okay, so then we don't need to lose weight. And I want to say that is so beyond like false because I thought that too. It's kind of like, it's almost like you feel like, well, no, I need to beat myself up. So in order for me to lose weight, and I want to say right now that that is not the way that it works and that you can appreciate where you are, even though you want to get to somewhere else. And I actually did a podcast on that. Like, um, having positive thoughts about your body, even if you're working towards a goal, because I think there's so many messaging going on right now with body positivity and all this stuff. And it's like, you know, well, if I, if I want to lose weight, then that means I don't feel good about my body. No, I mean, we all want to strive after goals. So if you think about money and so Jermaine, you're in a good place right now, but you in with money. So maybe you want to make more, That doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that you're not in a good place. That just means like you have a goal that you want to go after. And so I think people get that confused. And so then they're just like, well, let me just beat myself up the whole time. And it will actually take so much longer if you do it that way, instead of just working on how can I be thinking about this? How can I love myself? How can I give myself grace? You will go back. You, there will be times that you backslide. That is just normal. That's just part of life. It's all about just, you just keep going until you get to your goal and then you decide, okay, what is my next goal? What do I want to do now? Mm. So you have any thoughts on that? Uh, so many thoughts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think you hit on so many really, really good points. And it's funny because it's almost like a, a perpetual cycle we can find ourselves in right. if we are beating, let's take weight gain for, or weight loss, for sure. instance. Yeah. Let's say someone wants to lose 50 pounds like you did, right? but um, they're beating themselves up about where they are now. So when you beat yourself up, that you're talking negative to yourself. You're saying negative things. You're thinking negative thoughts, which creates a negative emotion. Your brain is wired to feel good. It wants to feel good. So when you're making yourself feel bad with your negative self-talk, what does your brain want to do? It wants to feel good. So it mm. drives you to the pantry to eat so that you can feel good about how bad you feel. Yeah, the dopamine <laughs> hit. Yeah, it's a quick dopamine yeah, hit. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy. Same with shopping. Like yeah, you spending, can, right. Yeah, you can beat yourself up because you're in so much debt. So now you feel bad about mm-hmm. your debt. So you go to Amazon because yep. you need that dopamine hit. Yes. Now you're feeling so bad. And then it's like you perpetuate the debt. You perpetuate yeah. the weight gain. So it's just so counterproductive to beat yourself up. I mean, take the, if if you all who are listening can take away one thing from this podcast that Amber and I Mm -hmm. are uh, creating right now is do not beat yourself up. Give yourself grace and have your own back because it, it will push you forward so much faster than you ever imagined it could. Yeah, for sure. Uh, is there one thing that you did um, when you were uh, paying back the debt uh, that you felt, you know, this is a really like good thing um, to tell people like this will really help them. Does is anything stand out to you? When I was paying off the debt, um, yeah. 
our the biggest thing is to plan your spending and to plan how you're going to use your money ahead of time. So it's like, okay, I know I'm getting paid this month, a certain amount of money. I'm going to decide what I'm going to do with that money before, because that is you using like your higher self, the part of you that wants to get out of debt, the part of you that wants to build wealth, the part of you that wants to have lots of money. That part of you is making the decisions before you even get the money. If you wait until the moment, and you mm-hmm. can probably talk about this with food, but yeah. if you wait until the moment, yep. you're that part of you that's all about feeling good and you know instant gratification will have you at Target and Nordstrom and on Amazon just spending money you never plan to spend on things you really don't even use once mm-hmm. you buy it. Right. You know what I mean? So yep. I think planning ahead, like once I figured that out, like, mm-hmm. oh, I get to decide ahead of time how I'm going to use my money. And then that is the secret. Like that's one of the secrets. Yes. Um, but here's the kicker. You have to follow through on that plan. And mm-hmm. that is where the coaching really, really is so valuable. Oh, yeah. To help you yeah. follow through on the yes. plan that you created. Oh, for sure. I mean, right now I'm helping a client who loves to kind of bake with her friends and her family for Christmas. And um, I'm not telling her not to eat the cookies. Like we, we are coming up with a plan, like, but also mm-hmm. does she want to lose weight? Like, so how do you eat the cookies and lose weight? Because I eat cookies and I lost weight. So this is what I'm trying to say to everybody, because I think it's easy yeah. to think, oh, no, 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 you have to go keto, you got to go, I no sugar, no flour, whatever, I don't know, whatever, whatever, you feel like you have to go really strict, I totally get that. And it, it goes back into that panic mode. And um, for me, I, I also had to decide, I said this at the very beginning in regards to money, that when you have money, it, if you can try to get your thoughts around that also having money um, in the bank or wherever is also fun. And it's just mm-hmm. a different kind of fun than spending the money. So same with food. It's like, okay, I like, and I like my weight to stay in a certain range. I also like to be able to fit into my workout leggings and I like to fit into mm-hmm. my jeans without it digging in. I had to work on that. That is re- as rewarding and fun as it is to go eat a cookie because People will be like, how is that fun? But this is what I mean. You have to train your brain because what's not fun is when I feel like a stuffed sausage in my leggings. Like that does not feel fun. And then you have to think about, talk about money, right? Like, are you going to have to go buy some more leggings? And if your leggings are expensive, you don't want to buy more leggings. And so for me, I'm kind of like, it's fun for me to be able to stay in my clothes and to maintain my weight. Just like it is also fun for me to enjoy a cookie or a piece of cake or piece of pie or whatever. And when you can get those and marry them together, you feel so much freedom. And I know that like people who are struggling with this, that sounds like very like a unicorn. And I'm telling you, it exists. If you told me this five years ago, I probably would say, I don't even know how you can do this. But I'll tell you what I go out with friends and I have friends that maybe are still trying to lose weight or whatever. And they notice that I'm not eating a salad that like I'm eating. There's the place and it has really good mashed potatoes and like 
it's it's a nice restaurant, but it has really good. So I live in Tennessee, so Southern Fried Chicken. So it's a it's like an mm. upscale version, <laughs> and I and we have yeah. mashed potatoes, and then they all got cornbread, and I'm eating all of that, and I'm not eating the salad, and I'm still maintaining my weight. Now let me tell you, it's not that I don't eat salad, but I'm like, okay, I want to eat this because it's here. I know it's really delicious. And I was cracking up because I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm not eating, I'm not eating the salad. And my friend was like, I love that you're actually not eating the salad, that you Mm -hmm. are eating this and you still maintained your weight loss after so many years. So that actually encouraged her to see that what I'm actually saying, I'm doing what I actually say I'm doing. I'm not saying you can eat everything. And then the next thing you see me doing is only drinking green juice and eating salads and eating grilled chicken. Right. So hmm. same with you, right. Jermaine, like you're saying all of this, but like you are also going on vacations and you are having nice things, but you also yeah. have money in the bank. Exactly. This is what I mean by that. And, you know, you can, you can eat the fried chicken and lose the weight. You can buy yeah. the lattes yes. on the vacation mm-hmm. and still have plenty of money in a bank. Yep. You do not have to choose between the two. And I think, and I was having this conversation actually with my husband the other day. I said, I think the reason why people are so reluctant, even though they want to so badly, they want to like try to get their money together. They want to go on this journey of like figuring their, their money out, but they are scared because they think they have to give up their life and they're not willing to do that. And I said, if I could be the one that kind of stand on the mountaintop (laughs) and say, you don't have to give up your life. You don't have to give up your shoes. You don't have to give up your Mm -hmm. lattes. You can still do all of those things and have all of those things and still build wealth and still have lots Mm -hmm. of money and still enjoy your life. Like I am so passionate about that. It's almost to the point where I'm irked by any other messages. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And, and I think too, you know, before we close, um, I just want to say, people might be thinking, okay, wait, so how are we doing buying everything and eating everything, but also losing weight and also having money? So I'll have you speak to that in a second. I'll speak to it from my perspective. Um, So when I hear Jermaine talking, and then also when I'm talking, I do want to say that if I want to lose weight, I, I can't eat donuts and go out to eat every single day and every single meal. So I do want to say that. So I don't want that to come across that. Like you're going to see me like eating very high caloric food at every single meal and eating a cupcake at dinner and then eating, um, you know, a full on mocha, whatever. And then after my lunch, it's like, no, I have to choose in the sense of, if I want to maintain my weight or if I want to lose a little bit, I know what I need to do. I know what I can wiggle in. It's like a budget, kind of like what Jermaine's saying. You kind of have to know ahead of time. Like, so when I look at my day, so Jermaine's looking at it at, the, at a month's view and I'm looking at it at a day's view. I'm thinking, what's going on the next day? Am I going out with friends? Am I going out with a family and my home? Okay. I'm going to, you know, I don't, I don't feel like I need to eat like cookies and whatever today. So I'm going to scale back. Like I'm not going to eat that and I'm not going to feel deprived, but I know Christmas is coming. I know my girls want to make cookies. Um, so there's just these things that I'm like, I know that's going to be coming. I'm not going to eat 20 cookies. Okay. But I probably will eat several cookies. And so I want to, I don't, I wanted to explain that because I think 
Yeah. I want it. I don't want people to be like, okay, so we can spend all the money and we can eat all the food and also have all the money and also lose weight or maintain our weight. Um, I just want to say that you do have to pick and choose, but you don't have to say, I can never have that and, and still, you know, get your goals. No, you can have it. You just have to decide what you can, it's almost like, what can you get, get away with in a way? So for me, I know what I can kind of eat and it will keep my weight where I want it to be. And then if I start kind of eating a little bit more of this or that, I know it's going to start pushing. So that's where I have to decide again. I like my pants to fit. Like that is a like a fun thing for me to, for my pants to fit. I feel like I look better at a certain weight. So then I know, hey, like I'm just going to scale back until I get to where I want to be again. So what is your thoughts on on that when you're saying you can have it? It doesn't have to be either or, but like what does that look like practically for people? Absolutely. So one of the one of the first things I have my clients do is to decide what they really want. And yes. that is not um, based on like what I want in the moment, in the fleeting moment of instant gratification. It's mm-hmm. like in my core, what kind of life do I really want to live? Mm-hmm. And for some people, like having experiences with their family and building those memories and having, you know, annual vacations or maybe even, you know, going on vacations twice a year that could be one of their values that they want with, they want that. Another one could be, I like to wear high quality clothing when I go to work or when I step out, I want to have clothes that fit my body and that are high quality. Some people may even say, you know what? I enjoy going to the coffee shop and getting a warm cup of coffee to start my day so that I feel energized, right? So just Mm -hmm. like really understanding what it is that you want. And I promise you, no one has ever said to me, I really want that blouse that's on Clarence at Nordstrom. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No one ever said, I really want to go to Target and just um, buy those sweatpants that Mm -hmm. I'll never wear after the season is over. So it's like deciding what you really want. Yes. And then planning your financial life, like I said, planning it month by month based on those goals. And for me, it included lattes and vacations. It also included nice clothing. And for for you, Amber, it could be something totally different. It could be private schooling. It could be whatever is important to you. You can have that and still build wealth. We're not talking about a whole bunch of instant gratification and just being reckless with your money or reckless with your eating or your health. That's not what we're saying. Yep. We're saying that you have to get in real intentional and real with yourself and really decide what you really want and then live your life accordingly to that. And if you are somebody who's like, well, you know, Jermaine, I just like to go just browse and mm. shop every now and then without having to worry, then guess what? I recommend you put that in your spending plan. So every month you give yourself a little bit of money just to go splurge at Target or Nordstrom or wherever you want to go. Right. But you can plan that. I call that planned spontaneity. Yes. (laughs) So you can do that too. So that's what we're saying. We are Mm -hmm. not at all telling people that they can be reckless and still have a lot of money or still, you know, lose weight. Yeah. Thanks 
clarify on that. Yeah, yeah. I just want, I don't want people to get off and be like, well, how are they making this magic happen? You know what I mean? So, but, <laughs> but my point is that Jermaine got herself out of $200,000 of debt. I mean, that is incredible. I lost over 50 pounds, maintained it. And here's the kicker the maintenance is the hard part with weight. Like, mm-hmm. yes. It can be hard with weight loss, but so many people lose weight because they have that momentum and they're just like, okay, but come talk to them about maintaining it. That is a whole nother beast. And and I love helping women with that because I feel like it's not taught enough and people haven't figured it out, but they're willing to do those really hardcore diets to get down. But then it's like, how do they stay there? So, um, so you have two people, Jermaine and I, that I feel like we have this experience of our own and our own journeys. And so, you know, I just wanted us to be able to chat together and, and hear this about spending money, um, eating, overeating and whatnot. And, um, Jermaine, you know, we're, we're getting ready to be at the end of the show. Um, is there anything else to add? And I also would love for you to share, um, what you're working on and how people can find you. Yes. Thank you for that. So yeah, that's pretty much it. I think we covered a lot um, for your audience to really be able to noodle on. I would say, listen to this podcast episode a couple of times because some of the things we spoke about may be like the first time you've ever hearing it. So it would be really good to listen to it again. But if you're interested in learning more about me or following me on social or getting on my, um, email list. My name is Jermaine Foley. So my website is germainefoley.com. And that's G as in good, E-R-M-A-I-N-E, Foley, F as in Frank, O-L-E-Y.com. And if you go to my website, I have this really cool guide. It's free. All you do is click get started and it'll give you like a step-by-step process of how you can start taking control of your money. Like today, if you download that guide and implement everything in there, you will start to notice a difference in your money, like immediately within that first 30 days or so. So download that. And I'm sure Amber will link to other things. I'll put that in the show notes for sure. Awesome. Yeah. All right, Jermaine. Well, I could just keep talking to you about this forever as, as you know, we could. Um, and we always, we want to help you guys. Like we, our passion is helping women. And, um, I mean, I, I can't, if you guys could see our conversations, um, when we talk to each other, we really just have such a passion for helping women. We want women to have what we have, if not more. And, um, we don't want you guys to feel stuck. Like we want you guys to have the best life. And, and that is just a passion of ours. So, uh, Jermaine, thanks so much for coming on the show. This was so much fun, Amber. Thank you for having me. Hey, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode with Jermaine. If you have not grabbed your free copy of getting back into your routine worksheet, make sure to do that. All you have to do is go to mominspiredshow.com forward slash routine and get that copy. And what it does is it teaches you how to easily get back into your routine, no matter if you have weight to lose or not. And sometimes you guys, we just get out of routine by traveling, holidays, stress, family obligations, and whatnot. So this is what I love to use when I am ready to get back into my routine to go after my goals. All right, you guys, I'll see you next week. 